Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Jeremiah Patterson Show. Today is Friday, and I'm going to get to, in a second, why I am on the show. It is not one of our Saturday regular shows. This is actually a mandatory breaking news episode. This is something that I needed to break, something that I needed to get on the air for, and so I'm going to break it for you. The Washington Post was first to report this story. Sorry, I'm having a truck on my mic here. The Washington Post was... My apology. The Washington Post was first to report the story. Then CNN broke uh, simultaneously. The New York Times broke as well. Uh, here's the Hills reporting of the story. U.S. officials told Sanders that Russia is trying to help his 2020 campaign. Uh, this is a breaking news report. Once again, here it goes. Quote, Senator Bernie Sanders is briefed by U.S. intelligence officials that the week, excuse me, that this week that Russia is inter is interfering in the 2020 elections to help this presidential campaign. The Washington Post reported on Friday, which is today. The report was published the day after the New York Times reported the House that the House lawmakers were told by U.S. officials that week last week that Russia was also attempting to interfere in the 2020 elections to help the campaign of President Trump. Let's be president. Excuse me, Bernie Sanders said, quote, let's be clear. The Russians wanted to undermine American democracy for dividing up us up. And unlike the unlike the current president, I stand firmly against their efforts in any foreign power that wants to interfere in our election. He also says, quote, my message to Putin is clear. Stay out of American elections. And as president, I will make sure that you do. All of us remember 2016. And what we and what we remember is efforts by Russians and others to try to interfere in our twenty in, excuse me in our election and divide us up. According to U.S. intelligence agencies, the Senate Intelligence Committee and the report compli excuse me compiled by former Special Counsel Robert Mueller, Russian agents successfully launched a sweeping interference campaign in the lead up to 2016 elections designed to favor the campaign of now President Trump. Sanders addressed a previous Russian election interference in his statement on Friday, saying that in 2016, saying, quote, in 2016, Russia used Internet propaganda to sow division in our country. And my understanding is that they are now doing it. And, and my understanding is now that they are now doing it again. San, end quote. Sanders also described his campaign as the, quote, strongest in the terms of having the chance to beat Trump in the election pointing to grassroots funding reports. Thursday revealed the former acting director of national intelligence, Joseph McGarry, stepped down from his position due to Trump's displeasure that intelligence officials briefed the House Intelligence Committee on Russian interference in the 2020 elections. End quote. Once again, this, this intimidating news that Russia is helping Bernie Sanders win this election. This is intimidating, also sort of inevitable, because a couple of days ago, the New York Times reported that Russia would also be willing to interfere in, and I quote, the Democratic primaries. The Nevada caucuses are tomorrow. The South Carolina primary is just the 29th. We are living in unprecedented times here, as I reported on last week's episode. Now, this is sort of a surprise episode, and it's diametrically remarkable, because as we see what's currently transpiring here, Russia interfering in the 2020 elections again, President Trump just being impeached because Russia, not because, excuse me, not because Ukraine simultaneously, well, not simultaneously, Ukraine spontaneously interfered 
Well, he called Ukraine. The Ukrainian president asked him to find detrimental and cynical information on Joe Biden. And now we are currently dealing with this. For those of you that read the Mueller report, like myself, what we found in the Mueller report is that Russia sought to interfere in the 2016 elections to reelect, excuse me, to elect Donald Trump. And now Russia's doing it again. What we are seeing here is, is ridiculous. It is sad, and I cannot believe this is even happening. This is just inconceivable right now. I'm still trying to comp comprehend what I just read. I mean, here, from the Hill, quote, According to the New York Times, Trump was particularly dis displeased with committee chairman Adam Schiff, Democrat of California, one of the leaders of the impeachment inquiry. Both the House and the Senate are due to receive briefings on the election and security efforts. My apology, we got cut up there. Uh, so uh, if you didn't hear that part, quote, both the House and the Senate are due to receive briefings on it in, oh, excuse me, on election security efforts ahead of 2020 on March 10th. According to the New York Times, Trump was particularly displeased with committee chairman Adam Schiff, Democrat of California, one of the leaders of the impeachment inquiry. FBI Director Chris Hayes signed on to an op-ed earlier this week asking that the Americans be vigilant of interference in the 2020 election. The new revelations about the interference come after FBI Director Christopher Wray testified that testified to the House Judiciary Committee earlier this month that foreign influence efforts by Russia, quote, never stopped after the 2016 elections. So what we are seeing here is is ridiculous. I mean, we already know. We everyone everyone knows that Russia interfered in the 2016 election to benefit Hillary, excuse me, to benefit Donald Trump's campaign and to not be expedient. They they did this. Russia did this to be expedient to Trump's campaign. We all know that Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. Donald Trump won the Electoral College. Donald Trump won it in 2016. Hillary Clinton lost. What are we going to see again this time? Russia has done it again. And it was inevitable. As just as FBI Director Christopher Wray said in his op-ed, and as he testified to the House, excuse me, to the House Judiciary Committee, Russia never stopped. After the 2016 elections, Russia never stopped. They did it again. This was an, a perpetually assiduous process to reelect the current incumbent president running for reelection right now in 2020. Donald Trump won the election in 2016. Four years later, it is now 2020. Will Trump win again? Will we have another four years of Trump just because these efforts sought out to get him reelected, these efforts to sort of push away Joe Biden and launch investigations into Joe Biden by deliberately asking the Ukrainian president to launch investigations into Joe Biden or, hey, you don't launch investigations into Joe Biden. We're not giving you your military aid. That's essentially what he was impeached for by the House. By the House. Senate voted not to convict him. They voted to acquit him, except for the courageous Senator Mitt Romney. 
which we talked about in episode 274 of this podcast, Political Courage. I mean, what we are seeing here is diametrically inconceivable. And it's 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 sort of hard to comprehend right now as we're saying, wait, what? Russia's doing this again? So Russia's not only going to interfere in the general election, but Russia's going to interfere in the Democratic primaries. And who's going to stop them? Who is going to stop Russia from interfering in our election, the United States, where citizens from the age of 18 have the right to vote according to the United States Constitution? Who is going to stop them this time? Or will Russia just freely do this because the Trump White House believes these reports to be false, false accusations? If Russia is successful with this, we will have another four years of Donald Trump. We have got to think clearly here because what's going on in our justice system, Roger Stone sentenced yesterday just three to four years after prosecutors initially, initially recommended that he be sentenced to seven to nine years. He instead gets three to four years because the president and attorney general William Barr decided, oh, wait, no, 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 that's our friend. We're going to intervene in the case here and we're just going to lessen the sentence. It's fine. We'll, We'll just lessen the sentence. President Trump is using the Justice Department to benefit his friends and to convict and destroy his enemies and to punish his enemies. You do something bad, he uses the Justice Department as retribution because you are currently his enemy. You do something bad, which is considered illegal and the president doesn't think it's bad or illegal. Oh, you're my friend. Let's get you a get out of get out of jail free card or let's at least lessen your sentence. I mean, what we have seen here is inequitable and it's injustice and it's immoral. This unscrupulous process by the president of the United States to lessen Robert, excuse me, to lessen Roger Stone's sentencing. And Attorney General William Barr also interfering in that case. What is going on here? The Nevada caucuses are tomorrow. I'm going to be covering that on the podcast. After I get off of here, I'm going to have to type my script, punch it, plus uh, other billion things to do. So what we are seeing here, some may see it as diametrically inconceivable. I know I see it that way. But others see it as, oh, they did in 2016, it was inevitable. And I, I kind of see it, I, I kind of knew it was inevitable. I really was hoping it was not inevitable. But it's happening again. After he called the Ukrainian president asking him to launch investigations into Joe Biden. After he asked China to launch investigations into Joe Biden. What is going on here is not good. We need to be vigilant right now, especially at a time like this. President George Washington feared the most of other foreign nations interfering in our elections as the United States. When Benjamin Franklin was walking out, I believe is out of a constitutional convention, one person asked him, Are we a republic 
or I believe it's something else. Let me see if I can find the report here. I'm reading from the House Judiciary's uh, Trump, excuse me, the House United States House's Trump Ukraine uh, impeachment report here. Let's see if I can find this. But once again, this process to reelect Trump is just preposterous. We're looking here. James Wilson. Here it is. As Benjamin Franklin departed the Constitutional Convention, he was asked, what have we got? A republic or a monarchy? He responded simply, a republic, if we can keep it. Well, can we keep the republic? According to the report, also says, quote, how can a democracy survive without acceptance of a common set of experiences? America remains the beacon of democracy and opportunity for freedom-loving people around the world. What will we do? What will we do? What we do will determine what they see and whether American and whether America remains a nation committed to the rule of law. Will we remain a nation committed to the rule of law? Will we have a president who does not deliberately ask a foreign nation to interfere in our elections just for the benefit of himself? What happened to those times? What happened to the times where you ran for president rightfully, where you ran for president and there were no considerations of illegal efforts to get you inside the White House, to, get, to essentially make you the president? What has happened here? We need to go back to those times. We need to have better people in our government that can sort of stipulate this. We need America needs to get back up because America is falling here and we cannot have America fall. Democracies over years have fallen. Other nations that were democracies have fallen. America will not fall. Because as stated and as indicated in the House's report here on Trump's Ukrainian impeachment report, what we do will determine what they see and whether America remains a nation committed to the rule of law. There are other nations that want to see America fall. Great Britain wanted to see America fall back in the 1800s when we were fighting in the Civil War. What do we do? And can America remain a nation committed to the rule of law? 